All right, turn on HGTV and you're sure to see the multi-talented Allison Victoria and her Windy City Rehab. Now, this summer, fans will get access to some of her most personal projects to date in her special Windy City Rehab, Allison's Dream Home, a new competition series called Barbie Dream House Challenge, and another round of Battle on the Beach. Allison, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? I am great. Busy summer for you, for sure, right? It has definitely been, um, it's been a ride. It's, <laughs> it's been a, a, a crazy roller coaster, and I mean, I love it. I love it. I kind of thrive on it. I was going to say, when you love what you do, it's not, it is work, but it's not really work. It's 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 more of a passion, right? Exactly. Well, I mean, I say it, and it's like, it sounds so cliche. It's like, oh, when you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. It's like... Uh, that's pretty true. It is pretty <laughs> true. It is. I, I want to say it a different way, but like, you know, I get to, I, I wanted to be an interior designer when I was a little girl. So I also wanted to be Barbie. So it's actually perfect. <laughs> <of her time. laughs> but it's like, actually, I wanted to be Skipper. Let me, let me make that one. Yeah. I wanted to be Skipper. Okay. But, but I, I'm, I'm doing what I love every single day. And in the most, adventurous way possible. I don't just get to design beautiful homes for my clients and myself. I get to do it like, I, I, I mean, in a way that's so hard to explain. And I guess I don't have to because people get to watch it. But, you know, being behind the scenes and knowing what goes into each and every one of these shows and these projects, it's like, it's just, it's not real life. It's every day pinch me. And yeah. I never forget that. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, like, how you got into all this. So you knew as a kid that this is, like, what inspired you, like, at such a young age? I think, I mean, I think it started with my mom because my mom was always into decorating our house and wherever we lived and, you know, the fabrics and recovering chairs and sofas, making window treatments to make our dresses. Like, it just... It started, so, and I would be rearranging furniture in the house and, like, messing with floor plans and doing it for my friends and ripping up carpet and painting <laughs> furniture. And so I just, I always knew. And I think when you know at that age, like, so young, it, it makes it really easy to stay focused and really beeline it and set those goals early and, and be able to do it longer. Well, what I love about you and your show, like, you can tell you're from Chicago. I mean, you speak your mind unapologetically, and you tell it like it is. And I think that that's what makes this show so true to heart and probably really connects a lot with Chicagoans itself because they know you're grounded here. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I was born and raised in the John Hancock. I lived on the 45th floor. Yeah. My dad was a federal judge out here. Like, we... We grew up in the city, walking the Mag Mile, and you know, playing in the parks in the city, and and going to all the museums, and spending our weekends always at the Museum of Science and Industry. But like, you know, my dad really had so much love for this city, and so he wanted to show us all of it through his eyes. And you know, driving uh, Lakeshore and looking at the beautiful houses, or being in the Gold Coast, or you know, really like Lincoln Park was a big one for me. And I would always just look at these buildings and see how different they were and all of the ornate like adornments and woodwork and stained glass. And it was like, 
I want to do that one day. I want to make things beautiful. And one of my favorite quotes is actually that, like, I want to make everything around me beautiful. That's what my life will be. And that's how I choose to live. It's crazy. But this city was the inspiration. So I, I grew up as a city kid. I feel like that's played a huge part in who I am and, and, and why I choose to stay. Yeah, I was going to say, what was your view like from your place in the Hy- Hancock when you grew up? Like, where were you, where were you facing? Were you facing the lake? Were you facing the city? We faced west. No, oh, okay. Yes. So we, um, there were four of us, my parents, in a two-bedroom. And um, after that, we moved to Lincoln. But, but, you know, we were always close to the city. Yeah, that's very cool. That's very, very cool. You know, so I've been watching the the fourth season of Windy City Rehab. And, you know, I knew that you took a trip to Paris. And that really inspired something different uh, for you in this latest season, didn't it? You know, it's inspired me for years. I just chose to actually showcase it. Okay. So um, it's been something I've been doing for a very long time. But I think, you know, when I went out there to take kind of my mini sabbatical and I was like, no cameras, no filming, yeah. I'm gone, leave me alone. And then my first day there, I went to the Paris flea market and I called my producers. I go, okay, let's get a crew. <laughs> I found all this stuff. We have to film it. We're missing out on showing people how I really do this in life. You know, I pride myself on, on the real yeah. behind the reality yeah. of Windy City Rehab. And you know, I've worked on this network now for almost 13 years. Wow. I've watched it with its ebbs and flows and what's hot and what's not and, you know, and, and riding that wave. And, and I think through my years of doing Kitchen Crashers and seeing all the other shows, I was like, I want to, I really want to show the real, real truth of the business. I don't want to hide anything. And in doing so and letting my guard down and, and letting people in, I think that that's just created a whole, kind of a, a paved a whole new path for mm. what we all do now. It's sure. like, we don't want the smoke and mirrors. I, I should say, as a viewer, I mean, I don't want smoke and mirrors. Show me the truth. If you're really reality, show me everything that happened. I love that. And try to do it the best way you can in 42 minutes. Yeah, right. I mean, this. I mean, first of all, rehabbing any house, rehabbing any room, you know, it comes with some pain, it comes with some emotion, and I think that really comes out um, in your show. Yeah, I appreciate that, and I, you know, it's it's so cool when like we're filming in Chicago, I'm on the street doing my interview, and people will just stop or scream out the window and say like, "We love you," or "We're proud of you," or "We were rooting for you," we're can't believe what you've been through, but like, we're here for you. And it's just like those moments of constant reminders of why I'm still here in this city. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I was going to say like, when, like, what's the first thing you look at when deciding what to do with a space? I mean, or, or or a house, like, is it the curb appeal first that you really want to look at? And does that inspire you to do different things inside the house? Like, how does it all start for you? You know, I think what it's, it's, I've got to meet the house, you know, it's Mm. like a first date. I have to meet the house and then, well, I guess it's not like, well, maybe it is like a first date. I think (laughs) probably a lot of women might relate to this and men where it's like a first date. Oh, I love this, but this is what I want to change about them. (laughs) Here's, here's, they, they have so much potential 
here's how I'm just going to make them even better. Yeah. And so, yeah, the first meeting of the me meeting the house is the, the biggest inspiration. I want to feel it. I want to feel the energy in there. I want to see what's been stripped out of it. I want to see what's left behind that mm-hmm. needs to have some love and, um, and just get to know it and then become inspired from that meeting. Yeah. You know, I guess I, I love, I love this part of my brain where I can actually visualize something right away. I could see it. I can like sense it. I could see where yeah, I things see are going to fit and how it's going to look and, you know, and then, and then through shopping and maybe it's even just a light fixture, but that will inspire the whole house and the way in which I design it. Yeah. What is the most impactful room to you? Like what's the one that you know has to shine no matter what you do, no matter what you do in the house, from the front door, from the outside, what room has to be the focus? Is it the, is it the kitchen, the family area? Like what is it? I mean, I think each house is so different depending on how, if these are homes that I'm designing and I'm, I'm turning around and I'm going to sell, I always focus, always focus on the facade because it's like, that's your first impression. Sure, sure. The kitchen main floor, because that's your second impression. And then just making sure that the floor plan flows mm-hmm. in a way that people can live comfortably and happily. I think people overlook that so much where it's like, your floor plan is what sets the tone for how you're going to live. True. And, and, it, and if it's going to be with ease, and and happiness, you know, and and I think people don't realize that you're in space and it's frustrating and you don't know why. It's like, well, it's the floor plan. So, um, yeah, that's a big deal. Like when you walk into a space that isn't a space that you rehab, but someone else did the rehab, like it, it, it's got to come very naturally to you to be like, eh, I wouldn't have done that. Like what are some of the biggest mistakes people do in your mind when they've gone through a rehab process? I mean, gosh, I'm not going to lie. Do I walk in every space in my entire life and judge it? Yeah. Yeah, yes, you do. Yeah, Always. that's what you do. Sometimes yeah. silently, yeah. most of the time out loud. I can't help it. I don't have, <laughs> I, I have a filter, but it's just real. I choose to wear one hat and sometimes I put a feather in it, just kind of, you know, just be a little more gentle, whatever, but cause you got to read the room. Right. Yeah. But I look at spaces and I always think, God, you know, you didn't take advantage of, of what's here or, you know, you, you overdid it. Sometimes I see that a lot where it's like, okay, come on, less is more. Um, but floor plans, the big one. Yeah. How, how spaces flow yeah. and what people, what mistakes people make with that. I feel like I judge a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I judge it all. I would think you because have those to. things you can't fix. You know, you can't fix that easily. No. Fine. You put some wallpaper somewhere and it looks terrible with the tile. Okay. It's not going to break the bank if you change it. But no, no. And I think some people go so trendy that, it, you know, in a year or two years from now, like it's not as like, I think, you know, from what I can tell on, on, on your shows, like you pick more timeless um, so that. It, it could stand the test of time. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like you go like too crazy trendy. Like I, I feel like you're looking for a timeless look that can last. Absolutely. I'm all about timeless. I think 
That's why I'm really passionate when people start trying to talk to me about trends. I don't talk trends because trends come and go. Yes, I do. And for me, timeless design is what lasts forever. I want people to look at the homes that I've done in the city and drive by. I want a little girl driving by those houses in two days and five years and 10 years and 20 years and 50 years and a hundred years. And I want them to be inspired the way that I was. And so how that happens is with timeless design. Right. Agree. And I hope that that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to do that. That's my goal. I'm not sure if that's what will happen for now, because I look at these homes that I walk into that are gorgeous, that have been stripped of all the love. Yeah. Um, Now, why? I don't know. There's a lot of people that salvage and, you know, that, that, that come in and, and take those architectural artifacts and sell them. But it's like, you know, leave them alone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. And it comes out in your shows, too. We're talking to Allison Victoria of Windy City Rehab and other projects, including a very personal project. We'll talk about that right after this on 720 WGM. Day Player 720 WGM. We're talking to Allison Victoria of HDTV's Windy City Rehab. So this new project that you're going to be airing uh, is Allison's Dream Home, your dream home. It's your Chicago office, 6,700 square foot warehouse built in 1927. How long have you been in this office space, and and when did you decide, no, I'm going to live here? You know, it's been about five years since I purchased the building, and I bought the building as my office, and it was really beautifully built out at the time. Um, It had, I mean, it had everything you could imagine. It had all the space to to compartmentalize or to have open work areas. It had a kitchen, it had washer-dryer, it had... This upstairs, really cool, lofty office space. It had bathrooms. It had massive storage, three-car garage. It had it all. And every time I was in there, I would always visualize it as a house. I'm like, God, wouldn't this be the coolest house? Wouldn't this be the coolest house? But never, ever going further with it. And then when it was time to sell, because I was trying to get rid of everything, and I was actually going to leave the city for good, Mm. um, it was my last property to sell, my last tie to the city. And I get a call from my realtor. He's like, we've got an offer. He wants a longer closing date. And he wants the closing date to be a little longer because he wants to rezone it to be residential. Oh. And this light bulb went off. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, what? I was like, <laughs> you can do that? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah you, can, you can do that. And I said, okay, well, it's not for sale anymore. Yeah, And I took it off the market and I started the rezoning process immediately. And then I started just imagineering what this space could be because it had so much potential. And I know that word is overly used, but it is the best word. And I, that was it. I mean, this, I had like a town hall meeting with the aldermen and all my neighbors to show them what the plans were. And, you know, I think the neighbors were probably very concerned and afraid that I would start building up like most developers try to like really capitalize on it and gentrify and do all this stuff. I was like, no, no, I'm not changing the footprint. I'm not going up. I'm not going out staying within these walls. And here's what I would like to see. And they couldn't have been happier. But More curious, I should say, right? And yeah, the yeah. alderman was such a big support. And I started to feel this camaraderie again with the city oh. because I hadn't for some time. I almost felt like like that was part of what was pushing me out. And 
I just felt this like collaboration and it took about nine months to rezone it. Oh, wow. Okay. And then at the same time, I could be submitting the plans to the city for them to review. So it was like in tandem. Yeah, that's great. And, and that was it. I, I started, I started doing it and imagineering it and, and then traveling. You know, when I went to Paris, I, I was in the rezoning process. I didn't know if this was even going to happen, oh. but I knew what I wanted. And, you know, I'm walking just through all these beautiful stores in the Paris flea market. And I came across these French stores from Italy mm. and they were all like gilded and gold and turquoise. And I was like, these are mine. These are mine. <laughs> I'm going to have these because I get to have front doors that aren't really front doors because they don't have to be outside. Right. Because I've compartmentalized my space to be, you know, my like my at home office and then these doors open to the main house and you're just like, it's kind of like the big reveal, those doors. So the doors were really important. The doors are what inspired me to say, let's get a camera crew in Paris. Let's shoot this. I want you to see what I'm doing because it's really, really inspiring. But you must have thought, even being in that space when it was just your office, before this other individual wanted to rezone it and turn it into residential, you must have had some visions like, huh, this could be very cool. Or, or did you not? I mean, I, I think I did, but I think it was very much like just a thought. Okay. I didn't let myself visualize it fully, like I would with a space where the intent is to change, the intent is to modify. Mm-hmm. This was my office. That's yeah. all I saw it as. I had this thought of like, wow, wouldn't this be a beautiful home one day for yeah, somebody? Yeah. But it was never that like, shut my eyes, picture it, and then make it come, become a reality. So when the minute that I knew that that was a possibility, it was pen to paper. It was, what do I, how do I want this to lay out? How do I want it to flow and go? So it's pretty... It's pretty cool to, to be in the city of light, in my favorite city on earth, in Paris, yeah. relaxing, detaching, recharging, trying to figure out what I'm going to do next, where I'm going to do it next. And then all of a sudden, ding, another light bulb. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going anywhere. I love that. I'm staying right here. I love and that. I want everyone to watch how I do this. I love that. Allison's Dream Home uh, and Woody City Rehab as well. We'll, we'll watch it for sure. Um you know, I, and before I let you go, like, I know, like, how hard you work. Like, you, you seem like you're constantly working on a project. What do, you, what do you like to do when you're not working? Like, how do you relax? How do you find some zen for yourself? I balance my life perfectly, in my oh. opinion. I love, I love living and adventure and spending time with my friends, my family, travel. I think I've got a perfect perfect mix of doing it. I don't, I don't live to work at all because my work is actually me living and loving it. And, you know, I just, I'm, I'm at the, I'm really, am the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. I'm fulfilled. I feel stronger. I feel so much more resilient. I feel so much support and love from everyone that just, help me get through the hardest time in my life and spending time with my, the love of my life, spending time with my, you know, just my, my 
crew, you know, and like my crew on the show is my family too. So it's like every day I get to be with my best friends. And then when I'm not with them, I'm traveling with my other dearest friends. And then, you know, just, just soaking it up because life is so damn short. It is. And I just don't want to miss a beat. I love it. I love it. Allison Victoria, HGTV's Windy City Rehab, Allison's Dream Home, Barbie's Dream House Challenge, Battle on the Beach. The list goes on. What a fun chat. And next time you have a new project, love to have you in studio next time. I would love that, too. It's nice to be in person, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Allison. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks. Have a good one.